Welcome back to the National Hurricane Center. We are live in our operations area. This is Ken Graham. Let's get the latest information on Hurricane Dorian. Let, let's start off with the radar here. You still, it just hasn't moved. All, all day long, we've seen the center uh, of this hurricane just sitting right in the same spot, just battering the Bahama Islands and just continuing to have that, that, that rain and the, the winds and, and uh, also the push of the water. So it's a significant issue. It continues to be a life-threatening situation um, throughout the Bahamas as we just haven't been able to, to get this thing to move yet. However, however, we expect to start seeing this, this northward push overnight tonight and into tomorrow morning. The other thing to note on the radar is look at these rain bands. If you just draw them, you can see that's why we call them bands because they're literally just bands of rainfall. Very heavy rain. In fact, hearing thunder outside the building over the last half hour. So just some strong um, thunderstorms, heavy rainfall. Tropical rains are just different. They're more, more efficient, so to speak. Just a lot of rain in a quick period of time and gusty winds associated with these. So a lot of the South Florida coast being impacted and actually the both sides of Florida, East Coast and West Coast, seeing some of these showers and also these thunderstorms. So the latest forecast uh, jumping in here at the latest 145 mile an hour winds. So still incredibly strong movement right there stationary, not moving at all. So uh, we're really ready to see this thing start moving to the, to the north. We've been waiting to, to really relieve some of those conditions for the, for the Bahamas, but also start seeing that movement to the north. So I wanna get more of the cone in here so we can talk about it. Dennis, you know, one of the factors that we always talk about is how the, the, the impacts are well outside the center and well outside the cone. Look at the, the radius here, all the way around here in that, that orange color. That's the tropical storm force winds so far away from the center. And tough to see, but it's there. That's the hurricane force winds right around the center. So as we move in the forecast, so let's look. This is now, now we get 2 p.m. on Tuesday, 2 a.m. Wednesday, 2 p.m. Wednesday, 2 p.m. Thursday, and Friday. So we're going to be dealing with this hurricane for most of the week here. So the closer those lines are together, uh, we start seeing some, some slow movement. So slowly pushing northward. And right now our forecast is off the Florida coast. Um, that's 2 p.m. Tuesday, 2 p.m. Wednesday to give you an idea of the movement. But th this is so important. Just because it's off the coast doesn't mean that we're not going to see impacts. We are. And, and we have the, the hurricane uh, warnings up. We've got storm surge warnings up. We're going to talk more about that here in a little bit. So you're going to see all these conditions because the big wind field and a, and a little bit of movement, it's not going to take much at all. If it's a little bit left of the track, um, you'll start seeing these hurricane force winds right on the coast. And if you're further away, even spreading inland. So either way, tropical storm force winds, and you can see some of those hurricane force winds as well. So up the coast, if you notice, we're starting to expand. So with time, as this system, the hurricane moves northward, we're going to expand those watches and warnings up the coast. You can expect those. The watches will go out as we get into 48 hours out before the hurricane conditions and the storm surge conditions and then the warning out 36 hours before those conditions. So that's what's going to happen, and we're going to be dealing with this for, throughout the week. Some of the impacts that we have here, storm surge, we'll talk more about it here a little bit and how we calculate these. I mean, looking at the storm surge, uh, we've got some watches and warnings up, the warning for a large portion of the coast, and then watches going up for portions of uh, the, the North Georgia coast and into South Carolina as well, including Charleston and Savannah, four to seven feet possible in some of these areas. So a big reminder for everybody, you know, listen to those local officials. Um, we're working with them all the time. They know these low areas 
and if they tell you to leave, really leave. Don't wait for the last minute. If you're waiting for the storm to get there, guess what? You might be too late because as water gets there before the wind, before the center, and, and if you wait, the water could be over the road, and all of a sudden you're trapped and you can't get out. That's why we time this out. We give people enough time to get out. Really listen to that because guess what? I'm a tall person and seven foot's over my head. That is a lot, a lot of water. So that's the storm surge, and again, we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Rainfall amounts here. You know, the, the good news is most of the rainfall is going to be off the coast. I mean, we've been talking about that. But remember, every once in a while you see a little bit change in that, that forecast, and it doesn't take much. See that tight? We call it a gradient, a tight gradient. Each one of these lines and colors representing uh, a different range of rainfall. A little wobble, a, a little bit off to the left. Bring the center a little closer. And guess what? Some of these higher values could easily jump off to the left as well. And remember, those rain bands producing a lot of rain uh, that we'll have to watch as well. So I talked about storm surge and, you know, historically 50% um, of the fatalities in tropical systems comes from the storm surge, a very dangerous aspect of, of hurricanes. I wanted to bring in Jamie Rome. He's in charge of our, our storm surge here, one of the world's greatest experts on storm surge. So Jamie, come in here. I just wanted to, to ask you some questions. We talked about the values, talked about how the water could get in there early. I mean, how do you calculate this? I mean, you know, if the, if the storm gets bigger, smaller, moves off a little bit to the coast or comes on the coast, will these numbers change much? Yeah, so, so what we call a shore parallel scenario. So that's a case where the storm is just moving parallel to the coast. This is one of the hardest uh, scenarios to predict storm surge because even a slight change to the left or a slight change to the right uh, makes a world of difference when it comes to storm surge. So what we've done here is to try to communicate that uncertainty. So if uh, the storm tracks a little farther offshore, get closer to the four feet of storm surge. If the track uh, the track is a little bit closer to shore, more of the seven feet of storm surge. And because evacuations in this country are based off storm surge, we really have to take the path of least regret and assume scenarios that do impact the coastline, because otherwise what would happen is emergency managers wouldn't have the guidance they need to make evacuation decisions, and we could potentially leave people in harm's way. One question we get sometimes, Jamie, and, and I, I've got this on social media. I mean, some areas it just looks like it's a skinny line, right? Some places it looks like it goes in further. I mean, what's, what's going on? A couple things. Um, the, the shape of the coastline or how quickly the water gets deep as you move into the ocean, so-called bathymetry or the continental shelf. Here in southeast Florida, um, we have a really uh, sharp continental shelf, meaning the water gets deep really, really quick, or the Gulf Stream snugs up right up against the coastline. This limits the inland penetration of storm surge. Now you contrast that as we go up the coastline and all of a sudden it starts to widen out. That's because the continental shelf gets wider as we get up further into the southeast. Um, also, this area is, is, has less topography or less elevation, and so that allows the water to go further inland. Great explanation. So historically, 50% of fatalities, uh, storm surge, very dangerous situation. Pay attention to it. Again, uh, the officials tell you to leave, leave, and leave early because that water gets there before the storm does. So that's the latest information we have on the hurricane. Thank you, Jamie, so much, uh, the expert on this. And that's, that's been it. So live from the National Hurricane Center, this has been Ken Graham.